Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. This is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology of the week of June 19th. The theme of this week is try a little tenderness. I pulled an oracle card from the Oracle of Mystical Moments deck by Katrine Welch-Stein. This is one of my recommended decks on my website, as well as on the link in the show notes, which will take you to my Amazon store. When you purchase there, I get a few pennies. So the card I pulled is number 10, Flower Spirit. And you see this beautiful lily and a fairy holding on to the lily and resting her face on the lily, clearly offering support. And the words are friendship, soul, tenderness, and joy. This card shows the tender and sensitive flower fairy, the soul of each plant. She listens with all her heart to her friends and provides a soothing caress when their edges get prickly. By enjoying life and keeping the playfulness in her heart, she is the source of joy and inspiration. Her childlike vision helps her see the good in all things, especially herself. I love this card for this week because we are coming to the end of Gemini season. And Gemini is the sign of friendship. So what a beautiful card to embody for this week. So the three big things I want you to think about are as follows. Number one, we are going to have a last quarter moon in Pisces on Monday. And we have last quarter moons every month. Sometimes they're more impactful in your chart. Sometimes they're less impactful, depending on if it's activating a key planet or setting off one of your aspect patterns. But this one, I think, could be pretty big. It's at 29 degrees of Pisces. The moon will be there, and it'll be right near Neptune at 25 degrees of Pisces. It's also will be sextile Venus on the fixed star Algol, the Algol about beheadings. And part of the reason I think it will be so impactful is that 29 degrees of Pisces. That is the last degree of the entire zodiac, which encompasses 360 degrees. There are 12 signs, and each sign has 30 degrees. And the 29th degree of every sign is called the anoretic degree. And it has this sense of karma. It holds all the energy of the sign. And if in your chart you have any planets or points at 29 degrees, they can be pretty important in your life. We also see people who become well-known in the collective often have planets or points at this 29 degree, also at zero degree or on one of the world points. But yeah, it always jumps out at me when I'm looking at someone's chart or looking at an event chart and I see 29 degrees and Pisces being last degree of the last sign of the zodiac. Yeah, it's even more important. 
So the sun will be at 29 Gemini and the moon will be at 29 Pisces. So really pay attention this whole week. This is happening on Monday, but I want you to pay attention this whole week to what you're hearing. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Stay present for what is revealed to you. You may find that the fog that has started lifting earlier in the month with the full moon is continuing to lift even more, that things are being revealed, things are being removed from your eyes. Neptune is the planet of illusion and delusions. And when activated by the sun, there puts a spotlight on it. And by the moon, these emotional things can come up. So yeah, I really think this can be important for a lot of people. Now, the last quarter moon is the last main aspect of the lunar cycle, and it's known for being a crisis of consciousness. So the first quarter moon is a crisis of action Well, people often take action, but the last quarter is the consciousness where you integrate this knowledge, where you metabolize what you've learned and you come to realizations about what lessons you've learned. And you may also be ready to release things and start a new story. You might find yourself being very emotional this week. If the tears need to come with the moon in Pisces, just let them flow. Yeah, there could be a purging, a releasing. The south node is in Scorpio as well. And it is trining this last quarter moon. It's at about 21 degrees of Scorpio. So yeah, so just let things flow. This is a really interesting cycle. I talk about these longer 27-month moon cycles where approximately the same degree is activated every nine months with different phases of the moon. So this new moon was actually at four degrees of Aries on March 24th of 2020. It's so interesting that it was in the first sign of the zodiac. Something was seeded and it was really seeded for all of us because that was the timing when we had gone into lockdown. So this new start to life was taking place. At the first quarter moon where the sun was in Capricorn and the moon was in Aries, it was at zero degrees. So the timing was of the winter solstice on December 21st of 2020. This was a really, really important winter solstice because on the same day, Jupiter, the planet of expansion, growth and abundance, and Saturn, the planet of karma, lessons, and hard work, met at zero degrees of Aquarius. So starting a new 20-year cycle for all of us, all of us in the collective. So personally, for each of us around this time, we were really understanding how much our lives had changed. It was the holiday season, so For a lot of people, it meant a different relationship with the people we spend our holidays with. At the full moon on September 20th of 2021, the full moon was at 28 degrees of Pisces. So moving from the first sign to the last sign. So the sun was in Virgo at 28 degrees and the moon was at 28 Pisces. And this is so interesting because there is a nature of the collective in Pisces. It embodies all of the signs that came before it. And around this time, there was a lot around 
how each person is in service, Virgo, to the collective Pisces and how there can be this oppositional conflict between the two. There was a lot around vaccine mandates, which really infuriated certain people. And for other people, they felt that they were absolutely necessary. So you can think about what you were feeling and thinking at that time. So on June 20th, tomorrow at the last quarter moon, the sun will be in Gemini, the moon in Pisces. Wow, how much we've changed since the start of that cycle. And just stay present to see how you're feeling with this and be aware that with Venus on Algol, there'll be relationships ending. And if you have a friend or you can be a friend to yourself who's going through extreme difficulties, keep this in mind. Now, also at this last quarter moon, Mars, the planet of action, it's currently in Aries, is on Tisiphone. And this is one of the furies associated with justice, revenge, and punishment. If you are a prosecutor, it's a great asteroid to have right near one of your personal planets because it is prevalent. We see sometimes with people who bring others to justice. It's fascinating that the January 6th hearings are happening at this time. But this emotional release for some people may also be around anger, not just sadness. So just keep that in mind as you move through this week and be the observer. The next thing I want to bring your attention to is that the sun will make its annual ingress into the sign of cancer, marking the longest day of the year in the northern hemisphere with our summer solstice. And cancer season is always a call to think about what you want to grow and nurture. I am very fascinated by mundane astrology, the astrology of world events. And so one thing astrologers do is when looking at countries, or you could do this with your own chart or with a corporation or what have you, that you cast a chart for the location of the ingress. And it can give you the flavor of the next month or the next season because the ingresses to the seasons are very important. And so I cast a chart for Washington, D.C. The cancer ingress is at 2.13 a.m. Pacific time, which would be 5.13 a.m. East Coast time. And one of the things that's so interesting about this chart and why I'm bringing your attention to it is because Saturn at 25 degrees of Aquarius is at the midheaven and it's retrograde. So we can continue to expect there to be some hardship and restrictions that we are facing coming from the authority. The midheaven rules the 10th house, rules the government in the chart. Also, Saturn is squaring Venus at 28 degrees of Taurus near Algol, that fixed star beheading. And Venus is also trying Pluto at 28 degrees of Capricorn. So Venus rules money, resources, and values. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens with the U.S. over this time. A big theme of 2022 for the United States is that we are having our first Pluto return, 
where Pluto in the sky gets back to Pluto where it was when the nation was founded. To the same degree, it's happening three times this year. And Pluto in the U.S. chart is in the second house of resources. So it really deals with our money system, our monetary policy, our banking. So we can really see with runaway inflation, as well as the stock market has been going down, that there's a lot of changes happening with finances that is causing hardship to people. And yeah, the second Pluto return for the U.S. is on July 11th, which will be in cancer season. My personal concern is that we may see some really big corrections in the stock market. Also, the sun in cancer is in a square with the moon in Aries. The moon in Aries entered the sign before the sun entered the sign of cancer. So when we look at in mundane astrology, the sun represents the leader of the country and the moon, the people. So we can really see the people, moon and Aries, Aries is a fire sign, getting pretty angry about what's going on, sun and cancer with the government, cancer, how the government is taking care of the people. Keep that in mind as we move through cancer season. And the last thing I want to let you know is that cancer season is a wonderful time to start working closely with the transiting moon. The moon rules the sign of cancer. So in this season, the sun is reporting into the moon. So there really can be a lot of illumination about how the transiting moon impacts people's moods during this time. I teach a moon mastery course, which is coming back in September. So if you want to learn more about how to work with the moon, make sure you are on my mailing list. But I also have a free guide and it's in the show notes that talks about things to think about with the transiting moon. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, my moon memos keep you in the know of what sign the moon is transiting as well as some food for thought. So on Sunday, the word of the day is adaptable. We start the week with the moon in Pisces. It's a waning moon, meaning it's losing light. With Pisces, there's always a sense of endings. And the first aspect of the day is moon in Pisces square Mercury and Gemini. Use this aspect for inspired thought rather than confusing conversations or miscommunications. If you need to ask for clarity, The sun will also be King Kunks Pluto on this day. So there may be adjustments needed. King Kunkses are aspects that are a little uncomfortable. It can feel like there's this itch you can't scratch with this. Something needs to just be adjusted. Pluto is a very primal planet. It's intense, passionate, obsessive, and powerful. Now it can also be transformative. I suggest that if something's really bothering you, you consider writing it out or use tarot cards or oracle cards to look beneath the surface of your subconscious and get guidance. On Monday, the word of the day is inspired. This is a day where Mercury is really active. Mercury, how we think and communicate. It's in its home sign of Gemini. And on this day, it will sextile Jupiter and Aries. They're both at five degrees. I love this. This is a great way to start the work week with some optimism and have some gratitude. 
Now, Mercury will also quintile Neptune. Quintiles are grace notes where we can synthesize the energies of two planets that are in different signs that don't typically get along. So Mercury's in Gemini, Neptune's in Pisces. These two signs square each other, but this quintile, the 72 degree aspect, you can synthesize these energies in unique ways. And so Neptune rules creativity. So I think this could be a day where you really are thinking outside the box, thinking really creatively, also having compassion. Remember this tenderness we are harnessing on this week. The last quarter moon will be at 8, 10 p.m. Pacific time at 29 degrees of Pisces. So take some time to think about what this last quarter moon means for you. What is ending? And soon after, the moon will enter Aries at 8.37 p.m. Pacific time. So you may get a little jolt with that fire, that fire starting energy. And yeah, notice if your sleep is a little different on a Monday night. Take note of your dreams. On Tuesday, the word of the day is connection. The moon is in Aries and it's parallel Neptune. So you may feel like a lot of creative energy on this day again, and you may feel a burst of fun. Use the fire wisely to get your body moving, move your chi, be inspired. Now with Neptune, the planet of illusions and delusions, don't tell the biggest lie of your life because with what's going on, you could likely get caught. Venus is also trying Pluto and parallel the North Node. So you can make powerful new allies this week, especially at work. I feel like this is a really great manifestation energy because Venus, Pluto, and the North Node are all in Earth signs. And Venus about relationships and Earth is about manifesting. You can make some great money moves So with that moon and Aries parallel Neptune, you don't want to get too overly enthusiastic and optimistic and overpromise something that you can't deliver. So just keep this in mind. Try to stay grounded. The sun enters cancer at 2.13 a.m. So enjoy, if you're in the northern hemisphere, enjoy the extra light. Consider what you want to grow. On Wednesday, the word of the day is playful. Venus enters Gemini at 5.34 p.m. Pacific time. The goddess of love moves from the earth sign of Taurus to the air sign of Gemini. So you may find your attention moving away from manifestation and earthly topics to socializing and discussing what you want to move forward with others. Notice how your the conversation in your relationships changes, all of your relationships. You can consider smiling at a stranger and getting flirty if you're single and ready to mingle. The moon is in Aries, Venus is in Gemini. This is a fun energy to go out and have dinner. Yeah, you could have a meet cute. On Thursday, the word of the day is self-esteem. The moon enters Taurus at 4.57 a.m. Pacific time. The moon is exalted in the sign of Taurus. It has a special seat at the table because this earthy energy gives some comfort for the emotional body. Venus rules the sign of Taurus and now she's in Gemini. So the moon is answering to Venus in Gemini. So it's a good day to 
contemplate things around your self-esteem? Do you forgive yourself for perceived failures or do you hold on to guilt forever? Remind yourself of some of your wonderful qualities today. Treat yourself with love. On Friday, the word of the day is reflect. Mercury is on the fixed star Aldebaran, which brings success through integrity. This is one of the royal fixed stars. So you may feel some activation of what went on at the new moon because we will enter the balsamic moon at 18 degrees of Taurus at 5.09 p.m. where there will be this releasing. And yeah, you may find some things come up because at the new moon in Gemini, the fixed star Aldebaran was activated back then. So you can think about where you saw people achieve or fail through integrity. On Saturday, the word of the day is chill. I want everyone to enjoy this Taurus moon. Enjoy this balsamic releasing energy. Think about how we don't break down, we break through. And just relax. The moon goes into Gemini at 4.13 p.m. Pacific time. So have some fun and some laughter on this Saturday night. So that's it for this week's episode. You can email me at Celeste at Astrology by Celeste with any astrology and action stories about the last quarter moon or the sun going into cancer or any other of the topics I discussed this week and let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. You can also just drop me a line on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever. So take good care and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 